Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're up to. Sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I will try and use your time wisely. Hopefully it adds a little bit to your toolbox, as we used to say in the Marine Corps, gives you some added information, makes the day pass a little smoother, gives you a little encouragement. Hopefully it helps our country even if just a little bit. Puppy dog is barking about something, Lord only knows. It is warm. Summer is here. I have a to-do list in the yard and garden that seems ever-growing. My laziness and procrastination is getting the better of me. Sadly. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for living in America. Thank you for the privilege of being born here. Thank you for the time that you're giving us to try and turn our country back around to you. Thank you for the people across the nation that you're waking up. Thank you for those great men and women who have gone before us and set an example by their actions and their faith of how we should strive to live, should strive to follow your Son, Jesus Christ. Be with our leaders from the President and Vice President on down particularly watch over those uh, military and law enforcement that are overseas and on our border here. Please be with them and be with their families. Comfort them. Protect them. Forgive us, Lord, of our sins, both individually and as a nation, our support of evil, abortion, sexual deviancy across the board. Help us to overcome those sins and to turn back to you. And God, my words are in your son's name we pray. Amen. We're going to go back to the Constitution of the state of Massachusetts one more time. And then we're going to look at a comment from a judge early on in the history of Massachusetts. So this is from, this was the Constitution through 1862 of the state of Massachusetts. The right of the people of this commonwealth to invest their legislature with power to authorize and require the several towns, parishes, precincts, and other bodies politic or religious societies to make suitable provision at their own expense for the institution of the public worship of God and for the support and maintenance of public Protestant teachers of piety, religion, 
and morality in all cases where such provision shall not be made voluntary. So what this is saying basically is the people invest their legislature with the power not only to authorize but to require the towns, parishes, precincts to make suitable provision at their own expense for the institution of public worship of God and for the support and maintenance of only these Protestant teachers where it's not already voluntarily made. And so you see early on, not only is the state, right? And when I say state here, I'm talking about political. So you can extrapolate this to national, not just the individual state of Massachusetts. After our constitution, after our founding as a nation, after the declaration, right? And then after our constitution, this constitution all the way up through 1862 required towns to provide Protestant Christian teachers where that was not already publicly or voluntarily done. And so this idea, this modern idea, again, of separation of church and state is just a flat lie. It's born out of either ignorance or gross malevolence. Our founders did not want to kick Christianity out of public life. Far from it. When you read the actual history of our nation, they did the exact opposite. This is a state after the cost, all the way through 1862, requiring towns, parishes, precincts to provide Christian teachers. What our founders didn't want is they did not want the government controlling the church. They did not want the the church faith to be dictated by the state. They knew that coerced faith was no faith at all whether it was forcing individuals to claim faith that they didn't have, or like you see with the communists of the 20th century, forcing people to pretend that they had no faith in God and choose faith in the state. What our founders did very much want is they wanted Christian principles in the people, in the body politic. They knew that without that, our nation would fail. And, and those aren't mutually exclusive, folks. That's, a, that's another lie that we've bought into today. Do you have to be a Christian in order to be an American? Absolutely not. Can America survive without a society, without a population that follows the teachings of Jesus Christ? No. And when we talked about this yesterday or within the last couple of days, and we've talked about different aspects of this often, John Jay, our first Supreme Court Chief Justice, we go back to his quote so often, it's not only the privilege, but it's the duty of citizens in a Christian nation to elect Christian leaders. And if we don't do that, which we haven't for decades and decades now, if we don't do that, well, then we get what we deserve, and that's that's what we're getting today. But you, you won't have freedom. You won't have liberty, folks.
Uh, it's an impossibility. It's a dream, uh, a lie that's sold. You, you can't have freedom and liberty without a population that follows those teachings of Christ and without leaders that act based on those teachings of Christ. So this is uh, Judge Nathaniel Freeman in 1802. So again, after the formation of our country, after the Constitutional Convention. And he's briefing a Massachusetts grand jury on their jobs, more or less. The laws of the Christian system, as embraced by the Bible, must be respected as of high authority in all our courts. And it cannot be thought improper for the officers of such government to acknowledge their obligation to be governed by its rule. Our government, originating in the voluntary compact of a people who in that very instrument profess the Christian religion, it may be considered not as Republic Rome was a pagan, but as a Christian republic. This quote is probably one of the very many that I really ought to read every single podcast because it lays out a couple of things uh, that prove the lie that has been sold of modern separation of church and state by the left. And that is one, we're a Christian republic. In that last paragraph, Judge Nathaniel Freeman explains that. He says, our government originated in this compact, these people who in that very compact profess the Christian religion. So we set this up, we started this, coming to America, right? This whole idea that we're going to make this compact, this voluntary compact, and oh, by the way, we're Christians. And, and it's, that's central to everything else we do. It's central to the functioning of our government. And the, the second thing there, right? So, so we're a Christian republic. And then the second thing there, which is equally important or just right at, is the officers of the government need to acknowledge their obligation to be governed by the laws of the Christian system as embraced by the Bible. It's got to be a high authority in our courts. And it it can't be improper for the officers to be ruled, governed by its rule. So we need officers, legislatures, who are going to be ruled, governors, leaders, who are going to be ruled by these precepts laid out in the Bible. So again, uh, you can see, I know y'all, because I get quite a few comments. Y'all are a bright bunch. Uh, And so I I certainly don't mean to insult y'all by, it sounds like beating a dead horse, folks, but we've allowed ourselves to go down this path. Uh, And and so it's it's not beating a dead horse. Um, As I have said before on this podcast, the horse is still very much alive because we have allowed the left to create this lie and maybe for a while you know we just ignored them and thought well those people are crazy they're on the fringe right you hear that often fringe left Uh, but it's not the fringe via education system via the breakdown of the family uh, the breakdown of teaching the principles that set up this country the christian principles in the home we have allowed our country to be taken away from us our history and heritage to be taken away from us 
we've forgotten it. We don't know it anymore. We don't know these stories so that we could have looked at people when they said this and go, no, not only are you crazy, you're wrong or vice versa. Uh, so we need these. We need to go over these quotes over and over again and see that this idea that we were not born a Christian republic is a complete lie. It's completely false. And you can see it in this judges, Judge Nathaniel Freeman, this quote, right? That we're not a pagan republic. You, you see a lot of people that claim to be on the conservative side even trying to sell this. It, it, a lot of people that even are willing to admit that, oh, yeah, this is a republic, but we're a secular, we're a pagan republic. No, we're not. That's not what our system was founded as. That's not what our judges at the beginning of our country acknowledged. We're very much a Christian republic, and we can only function that way, as John Adams said, uh, and we haven't been, and so we aren't. I wanted to finish up today with a Bible verse that came across my desk within the last few days. And that is Matthew six nineteen through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Whatever we choose to value, folks, whatever we choose to, you ever notice that what you think about becomes what's important to you or what's important to you is what you constantly think about? And uh, this goes along hand in hand with, uh, you know, what we take in is what we become. And so whatever it is that we value, we treasure, right? That's where our heart is going to focus. And we need to make sure that we're focused on the right things today, on the priorities. And, and your priorities may look a little bit different than my particular list, but it ought to be pretty close, folks. It ought to be God in a Christian nation. It ought to be your, your spouse, if you're married, your family, right? And, and then it ought to be your country. And, and I add core to that, the Marine Corps, but that's just a personal one, right? But and, and we've got to focus on those things and our actions have to back that up. If we're spending all our time focused on being entertained or things that don't matter, then we can't act surprised when we look up and our nation's falling apart, our community's falling apart, our schools are falling apart. We can't depend on others to do this. We, we have to take responsibility ourselves. And God may not save us from this fight. We may have gone too far down this path already, folks. All the more reason to focus on him and eternity. America, even if we manage to save her, America's not going to save your soul. We can save America's soul, but it doesn't work the other way around. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. God bless your marriages. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.